Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Tea Time the Podcast. And on this episode, it's a vulnerable one. And after this, we're packing away the vulnerable episodes for a while. And we're going to just get straight into strategy and strategic stuff. All right. Just for a little bit. Of course, this is tea time. So I will always keep it real, keep it honest. And part of being honest is not just dishing the tea on things, business, branding, and you know, the stuff that people will actually tell you in business. But I'll actually talk about myself, my journey, and you know, have those full transparency moments. So I had in my notes to cover as a podcast is to really open up and share my journey with um, battling depression and entrepreneurship and my journey with therapy. Um, I waited a while before I, you know, wanted to talk about this stuff and rightfully so. So I'm going to get into it because I believe that we really need to normalize mental health. I believe that self it's it's deeper than self-care i believe that therapy is a form of self-care but we love to hashtag self-care sundays but yet we still have a stigma around mental health issues right so i'm just gonna dive into my notes all right so it's no secret that last year there was much undertones of mental health themes in my own content. I even had a therapist come on the show and talk about mental health as it relates to entrepreneurship. But you would have noticed that I would have shared a little bit more about mental health and that theme was there in my content. Why it's there? Because it's part of my values as a business owner, as a brand and what I stand for. And mainly because a lot of us were tired, we were burnt out. And this burnout was not like your typical burnout. You know, we're going through so many changes. The world is heavy. There's so much happening around the world. And quite frankly, we're, we're tired and it's heavy and it's okay. And we have to, we are expected to continuously get up and keep running this rat race while so much is happening in the world like let's not even talk about inflation you know we have to just keep keeping up and keep accomplishing and keep going on and quite frankly i know i'm tired and many people are tired with me all right so i know that one of my core themes in my content and my messaging that's important to me is mental health and I am unapologetic about it. So on that note, with those themes and those undertones, I want to explore it a little more and a lot deeper. Now, I need to preface this and put out the disclaimer that this episode is not for you to like, not for, to make you feel sorry for me or pity me. It is to create awareness and combat the stigma of mental health issues. All right. Many creatives, I know for a fact, are struggling. I want to say suffering. <laughs> right. It's not funny, but I feel like that's a strong word. So let's just say we're struggling. All right. I am a creative. Yes, I'm a business owner. I'm a strategist and all of these things. But at the core of who I am innately, I am a creative. And we especially, 
I can't speak for everybody else, but I know that as creatives, we are more prone to the effects of entrepreneurship. On a whole, entrepreneurs and business owners are prone to depression versus our career-driven employee um, colleagues. The stats are there. Now, I'm, I did not you know, come in here with stats ready and prepared. I, I mean, I've done my research and it's there. Um, maybe I may include some links to some stats in the show notes, but the stats are there, all right? And I'll link to it. So, so actually, you know what? I'm going to pause this episode and come back. Let me share a stat. Hey guys, this is just a quick break in the show to remind you that if working with me has been on your mind or you've been thinking of working with me in this quarter or next quarter, then head on to the link in the show notes and click that link. It will take you to the waitlist. Get on the client waitlist. It's, you know, it's obligation free. You don't have to stress that, oh, I'm not ready for discovery call or anything like that, but at least get on the client waitlist because this is a very special space and place for those who are interested in working with me. It's literally like sitting in a waiting room and waiting your turn and just letting me know that, okay, you are thinking of working with me so that I can create the resources and they send you the information that you need to help you make the decision to decide that we're the right fit. And then we can hop on a discovery call to discuss further how I can assist you in this season in your business. So if you have been ever toying with the idea of working with me, especially if it's in this quarter or the next one, you definitely need to get on the client waitlist. Just head to the link in the description of the show notes of this podcast, enter your name, your email, and you will be good to go because I am really focusing on the client waitlist. They are getting first priority to know when spots open up or any new offers come out and just basically the first to know of how you can work with me. Okay, so taken from Forbes article, right? Here are some stats for you. 72% of entrepreneurs are directly or indirectly affected by mental health issues compared to just 48% of non-entrepreneurs. 49% of entrepreneurs deal with mental health issues directly, while only 32% of others experience them. And similarly, 23% of entrepreneurs have family members who face these issues compared to 16% of others with family members who face these same types of issues. Now, I'm going to go on to read from the article. I've been an entrepreneur now for almost a decade, nine years and counting. I'm just one of 500 million entrepreneurs. We make up about 8% of the global population. Amazingly, as a category, we are exponentially more likely to suffer from mental health problems. And yet, people don't talk about that enough. It is fetishized and glamorized. So here's an attempt to share some data and personal experiences to show the other side. So I'm going to link to this article in the show notes and you can knock yourself out and read it. But let me just get on with my own story 
and my challenges with it, all right? And if you feel like running a business is hard, nothing is wrong with you. Absolutely nothing is wrong with you. You are not failing or anything like that. The fact of the matter is, it's not glamorous. It is freaking hard. All right, so give yourself some grace. So I hope this episode also allows you to give yourself grace and understand that, listen, it's worth it, or maybe it's not worth it for you, but the point is it's fine if you decide to opt out of entrepreneurship or this episode is not to make you opt out if you decide to take a break, pick up a day job, and just, you know, get yourself back together and send it because sometimes you need a break from it um whatever your decision is or it's also to encourage you that if you feel like it's hard and you feel like giving up that's absolutely okay that's absolutely normal but just to let you know that it is hard and for you to just know what you are getting yourself into if you're a new business owner or if you've been in this far year and you feel like nothing's happening, you kind of just have to know that this isn't easy and you can decide to quit, take a break, or continue. All right? So I hope that this episode just kind of comforts you or encourages you and allows you to give you some grace. All right, so onto my story. So I believe it was episode 64 where I started speaking about like my experiences and, you know, being burnt in some relationships, entrepreneurship relationships, and, you know, kind of what led me to start my journey with therapy. I actually have to go back and listen to that episode, to be quite honest, to really be sure of how much I shared and alluded to in that episode but long story short i wanted to take accountability for where i was in my entrepreneurship journey i reached a point where i said to myself enough is enough there's a pattern happening here and i need to you know there's something that i need to work on within myself because enough is enough i am tired of this and something needs to change long story short i went down this journey of i always knew i was a people pleaser and i would make myself a little too available and i had to do the work to work through those things and where all of that stemmed from and why i felt like i needed to be available like why i felt like i needed to always people please it stems from something and those are things that i had to work on internally and in a long story short it boils down that we need to have better boundaries right we don't just need to have better boundaries with our clients or our customers or within our business framework and systems but sometimes we need to have better boundaries as people um as humans not just as business owners but as people because we are business owners yes but we are people first we have personal relationships so not everybody who you might get along with or see eye to eye or have a lot in common when it comes to business needs to become your friend you don't need to become too close there's 
levels to this thing and there are how to put it boy there's levels and categories right and that was something that i had to really take my time to like learn and work through and unfortunately in life some things you kind of have to learn through experience and trial and error and it was through having a series of negative experiences and a series of realizing that yo this is a pattern i don't like it and i needed to change oh my goodness right sorry about that yeah so yeah i needed to change and i need to take accountability like clearly there is some work that i need to work on because i could have stayed in a place where i sat and i blamed others and keep thing making everyone else out to be the victim and i decided like no this is a pattern and i need to really dive into like why do i keep attracting this into my life and into my business especially when it really stemmed from a lot of good intentions so why did i keep getting burnt so anyway i started and within the first session of therapy which was i think like the third week of january like that was one so you know at the end of the year we have all of these accolades and all of these things we accomplish and what do we want to accomplish in the new year and everything is always so surrounded by accomplishment or by business goals or academic goals and and whatnot and i was like okay but what about personal goals what about personal development goals like what is a personal goal that i want to accomplish this year that has absolutely nothing to do with business right so while i it was business that made me get in that um proverbial chair of my therapist it was a personal goal of mine to always like explore therapy i believe that we all have some level of trauma to explore and we can always be a better version of ourselves so i was never someone who felt like you have to be nutty to 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 do therapy you know so i think it's something that everybody should at least explore at least one session in their life because you never know you might discover something about yourself that you never experienced or noticed before and they might be like hey there's something to explore here so anyway um started therapy in january of 2021 last year and within the first session i felt so much lighter because something that was weighing me down for months i was able to free myself of the weight of it within one session because i was quickly um i was quickly taught and worked through that cassia give yourself grace you are fine you didn't do anything wrong here or I don't want to say did anything wrong, but we tend to be harder on ourselves than anybody else, especially myself. I am known, and those who know me personally know that, Cassia, you're too hard on yourself. 
So we would beat up ourselves and tell ourselves so many different things about why this went wrong and why that went wrong. And uh, and we beat up on ourselves. And while we must take accountability, there's a fine line between taking accountability and just being downright hard on yourself, which is absolutely not necessary. So within that session, I was able to realize that I was just way too open and way too, uh, and I, I was actually told this before by colleagues and uh, a friend, and there's something about talking to a quote-unquote stranger, because your therapist is going to be unbiased, or at least they're supposed to. They're supposed to be that neutral party because they aren't attached to you in your personal life or your personal world, right? So there's something so freeing about having a therapist to like even like just decompress from a month. You know, it's I feel like it's such an awesome level of self-care so that even if you don't have to seek out a therapist or therapy only when you feel like you are in distress. So I think that's like one of the misconceptions about therapy. Like you have to be depressed. You have to be like really struggling like your your life must must be in a total mess like no it doesn't have to be because even if you do end up in that proverbial chair because you are in distress are you going to stop going because you're feeling well you know it's kind of like when you go to the doctor or you go to the dentist every six months you don't wait to go to the dentist when you have a toothache it's just something that you do routinely and it's the same thing when it comes to mental health that it's good practice to determine a schedule that works for you based on where you are in the things that you need to work on within yourself and honestly so last year my goal for therapy was um to just start and to do it consistently so one of my first questions when i did the the free consult i was like well how often do i need to do this to really see results and she answered and she told me well it all depends on what's going on in your life which okay fair fair enough but she said on average to really see any real impact at least once a month so I started off there of course there were times when I couldn't make it for financial reasons where other things took priority and I might have fallen off but for the most part I was really consistent in keeping up with appointments while there might have been some gaps in between during the year for the most part, I was consistent. And by the end of the year, I would say that is one of my, I don't want to say biggest accomplishments, but it's one of my accomplishments that I'm super proud of. Um, I actually look forward to it. I enjoy it so much that my I up-leveled that goal when it came to therapy to like, okay, well, now that I've started and I achieved the, that personal goal of starting, I would like look at some of my favorite online service providers and they talk a lot about their journey with therapy and how they go and whatnot and whatnot. And I noticed like, oh my God, they do it every week. <laughs> and I that is one of my goals in 2022 to go more frequently. So 
I know I'm not going to get it up to every single week, but at least bi-weekly where I am going and keeping my appointments to like every two weeks where I end off my, my week with therapy on a Friday evening or I start off my week with therapy on a Monday midday, right? That is like my dream and my ideal of doing that because there are just some things that you really don't have to discuss with your significant other, your parents, your sister, your friends. Some things, it really is best not to keep it inside, but to keep it privately um, in the form of a therapist. Sometimes I don't even want to talk to my friends because it's not that I'm embarrassed. Well, yes, I'm embarrassed, but sometimes you want to deal with things without having to invite too much people into your business. And you know you know that your therapist is a safe place to do so sometimes i just want to decompress from having a stressful week in business and i want to talk about it and i don't want to vent about it all the time with a fellow business owner because that's what we do often we find colleagues we call them business besties or whatever um, or friends and businesses or acquaintances, which is fine in this time and place. But I really feel like if you are in business, I highly recommend that one of the things that you should invest in for your business is in your mental health and having a therapist. You had a rough week, you had a rough two weeks or a month, something really irked you and you're not sure if you dealt with it well, um, a therapist is not a business coach, but it's someone that could really listen and help you from a mental health standpoint, right? So they have their unique perspective. I've also said for years, many people sign up for coaching programs and hire coaches. And what they really need is a therapist, not a coach, because you have some things that you need to work through that a coach cannot help you with. That's the job of a trained therapist who went to school for that stuff because mental health is in direct correlation to your mental. And we talk so much about the impact of mindset when it comes to being a successful business owner. So again, why do we have this stigma around mental health but we're happy to cough up money and the box to, uh, to a business coach to help us with our mindset. Now, a business coach can help you with your mindset from the perspective of business, business strategies and whatnot. But there are some things that just go way deeper into uncovering like unconscious biases and childhood trauma and um, even your mindset around money like you have to work on those things that there are things that were implanted in your brain subconsciously as a child that may be affecting your business because you believe these things around money and again a therapist now can help you work through some of these traumas and it will make you a better business owner so i believe there is a time and a place for both a business coach and a therapist because a better you one of my favorite phrases is a better you means a better business right so let me go through my um points here 
So another one of my points, I'm just kind of going to read it through briefly, is that it's about having a support system, right? Having a support system is important. So like I said, friends and family, yes, but sometimes you need therapy. Even on the good days, therapy keeps you thriving. I love that. So that's in my notes, and I don't know how I came up with that, but that is the point that I was getting at a few minutes ago where you don't just have to seek out a therapist when you are in distress. Therapy keeps you thriving, all right? Another point that I want to make is that therapy is not magic. It's literally no different than going to visit the doctor. It truly does help you feel better. And sometimes it's immediate, like when I had my first session. And then sometimes it it hurts more than physical pain. And it's no more important than the pain that we cannot see, you know? So you have to work through that pain. So sometimes the it, you feel better immediately from a session and sometimes you have to like sit with uncomfortable emotions and feelings and you might feel like, I don't want to deal with this. Or, I'm not ready to deal with this. So my super vulnerable part of this episode is that with all of the lockdown and the pandemic and having to grieve because as I would have mentioned somewhere in the podcast or somewhere in my content, we have had to grieve. You know, grief doesn't just come with death. And the pandemic brought grief of canceled events, grief of not being around family, grief of not being able to accomplish and launch certain things we wanted to launch in our business, the grief of loss of income or dip in income there's so much grief surrounding what we've been through in 2020 and 2021 and we're still dealing with some grief now even in 2022 because there are still effects even though things are opening up there's still the fallout from the pandemic that we are going to see traces of that for at least 2022 and onward I can't say how long it's going to be, but the effects are there and we are all trying our best to cope and recover the best way that we can. So, with that being said, I knew that I needed to, like, I I think I said this in the first two episodes of season five, I had to get out of Trinidad. You know, I couldn't sit down in the same spot. It really had me in a space where I started to question life. What are we doing? Is this it? Like, how much longer do we just have to to deal with this? It's like, it's just not normal. It's not natural. And I think my mental health weighed so much that... Finally, my therapist told me like, okay, go see a doctor, see if you can get some medication. And, you know, I had the consultation literally the day before my flight and I was diagnosed with depression. Now, I don't know how these diagnoses goes where it's like, oh, you are diagnosed with depression. Is this something that you have forever and ever? I know some people say, well, it cannot be cured or whatever the case may be. But 
for the very least, what I would say is that as a creative who works for herself and who is a creative and an entrepreneur, because creatives are more prone to anxiety and depression and then pair that with the fact that you're in business and I read the stats already, you are more prone to it, right? And like I said, this is not to like feel sorry for me or anything like that. This is just me being completely transparent and wanting to bring greater awareness and education and understanding around the topic. So got the diagnosis was you know prescribed what i needed to be prescribed um i don't feel like it was anything like too strong to be quite honest i don't really take it like every single day like i'm supposed to um and that is because i really wanted to up for more natural options so i was very apprehensive to take it um, sometimes I took it out of guilt. Sometimes I, I know I should be more consistent. But honestly, immediately as I was able to place myself in a different environment, which was to get the F up out of Trinidad, I needed that change of scenery, change of space, change of pace. Immediately my my mental health improved. So sometimes you don't, I honestly feel like to some degree that you don't always need pills and I, I think some people do or I don't want to say pills medication whether it's natural or um, you know medical stuff I feel like if you have the power to change your circumstances in a way to make you feel not feel better but to improve your mental health do what you need to do sometimes we need to just change things in our lives because it's something that's not working in our lives or you know certain experiences or things that we're going through is what gets us to that place so obviously i just in my brain calculated as okay if this got me here if i removed x or I did why, like let's say why is something that brings me joy and makes me happy, then that will improve my mental health. But then when you're in a pandemic and you're restricted that you can't do this and you can't do that and you can't and you can't and you can't and you can't, and you, can't you start to really get a place of hopelessness. And me leaving gave me hope. So honestly, I feel like being able to take my life into my own hands and not just sit down and wait on the prime minister to tell me what I can and cannot do, improve my mental health. Like I just couldn't deal with it anymore and I just couldn't deal with it anymore and I, I did what I needed to do. So that is, <laughs> that is it in a nutshell. Um, so I would have covered in this episode why I started how was my first session? My first session, like I told you, I had this issue that was weighing me down. And by the end of it, I felt so much lighter. I was like, oh my gosh, I just wish I could have done or started the journey of therapy sooner. But when I did, better sooner than later, I did not regret it. Right? Um, one of the other things too that I would, I feel like would have contributed to the fact that I today's 
struggle a lot with you know anxiety and mental health and i don't mean that like in the official diagnosis aspect but just you know day-to-day aspect of life is the fact that this what i'm about to say is inspired by a podcast that i did listen to where the podcast host shared how she had a hard life and i related to that so much on the surface people might look at me and just feel like oh she has life so easy and must be wonderful but honestly it's the complete i would say it's a complete opposite it's just nothing like the average person where they have a supportive family a loving family and they were raised by their mom and their dad or maybe not mom and dad but Sometimes you might have been raised by either or, but both of them were in your life. Like, I just really didn't have that sense of, like, normalcy and the, how to put it, the the nourishing that a child should have had growing up, you know? So, I know personally that I have a lot of things to work through, which I'm happy to do. And that's why I knew that I always wanted to get into therapy because I know I have a lot of things that I carry, a lot of resentment, and there's just a lot of things. Let's say, for example, okay, if you weren't raised or you lacked a father figure in your life and your mother figure, then one of the things that that would show up in for me in my life is confidence. I've always struggled with like confidence so honestly some part of me sometimes feels like I'm really such like a self-made individual because I kind of had to mother myself and nurture myself to be the person that I am today reading the self-help books is what got me to where I am today and now that I am where I am right now I could now invest further than self-help books and take it to the next level and invest in therapy and other aspects of my self-development that isn't directly a business course or um, coaching or whatever the case may be. So all of those other things is a whole other conversation for a whole other time or another day or maybe when I do some type of in-person event and we're sitting down and we are connecting, you all might hear more about my story, wink, wink. Um, but until then, this is just a snapshot of my truth, um, in battling depression and how I started therapy, how it's been going and how much I feel like it can benefit everyone, whether you are an entrepreneur or not. Hey, if you enjoyed this podcast episode, got any value from it in the least, I would really appreciate if you would head on over and leave a review of this podcast. I thank you so much in advance. I appreciate each and every one of you who tune in, but when you leave a review, it really helps this podcast grow and to reach more people. So if you could really leave a review, I would definitely appreciate it. And thank you so much for listening.